You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about DeJounte Murray being made available and should the Bulls be on the phone trying to get Murray to the Chicago Bulls. We're also going to talk about the market value is going to be used to set that value for uh, Patrick Williams in his contract negotiation. And if you guys have seen it, this trend of the funniest moments of the NBA season has been going around social media, (laughs) and me and Pat are going to have some fun with that. All that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks, first-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED. On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Locked on Bulls is also free and available on, on your podcasting app of choice, as well as you, YouTube and the Odyssey app. Pat, let's go ahead and get into the topics for today. DeJounte Murray came out over the weekend that the Atlanta Hawks aren't necessarily shopping him, but they are listening to deals for DeJounte Murray. Now, they just traded DeJounte Murray. They traded three first round picks for him. Um, and so they're going to want to recoup some assets back because I think all signs are pointing to DeJounte is not going to be re signing with the Atlanta Hawks. He didn't really fit in with Trey Young. Yeah. Neither him or Trey Young adapted well enough to being off the ball, in my opinion. Do you think the Bulls should be calling about DeJounte Murray? And then what would you be willing to give up to bring DeJounte Murray to the Chicago Bulls? I mean, absolutely. Uh, I, th- I think that DeJounte Murray is the piece that we talk about, right? Where, one, first off, him and Zach go go back, right? I believe, it, it, ain't DeJounte from Seattle as well? Yeah, Are they yeah, linked, I, they I, both I think, from Seattle? Yeah, they're both from Seattle. So, um, so they they played in a lot of the same pro-ams. They've been boys for a while. They've talked about playing together. Uh, so there's always that aspect of it, right? And, and I want people to understand this, right? Like, that is a real, at, like, having chemistry already is real. Think about Josh Hart. And uh, uh, Jalen Brunson linking yeah. back up, right? When when people have played together, even and though grown up did you together. see Josh Hart's comment that Jalen Brunson even had to be like, "Hey, man, you can't come back to the team." <laughs> Day, wait a minute, I didn't see it, that. It was it was, jo- it was joking, but, <laughs> but Josh Hart put on Twitter has has, has anybody ever tasted their significant oh, other's yeah, yeah, milk, yeah. the mother's milk? And I was like, "Hey, bro, that's weird, bro. That was a weird tweet." But go ahead, I'm sorry, keep it going. <laughs> Hey, no, nah, I thought the first one was funny. He was like, why am I not surprised that you were the one that said this? Like, exactly. it's not even, it hasn't even been a month. But uh, the funny moments of the NBA season continue, by the way. They keep going. But, no, I, I think that um, the Bulls have to be on the phone. And realistically, right, it all depends on how much you believe in Zach Levine. If you believe that Zach Levine is going to be healthy, is going to be the player that we paid, is going to be Mr. 215, and you think that – You know, you can get more out of him. You have to be on the phone trying to get this deal done. I think that this is a all-in situation. I know that's not what Bulls fans want to hear because of the situation we're in this season where we have no draft capital. There's no way that we can fix this right now. But these are the kind of pairings that end up, right, unlocking a guy's ability. And DeJounte Murray does everything we want, uh, wanted Lonzo Ball to do. He is a good facilitator. Uh, Probably not as good of ball vision as Lonzo. No, not at all. Not it's not. Yeah, he's probably a solid not. Passer. So I looked at his his passer rating. The last two seasons, he grade he grades out at an average of 
uh, nine and a half. But the last season in San Antonio, I think where he really stepped up and did more point guard duties because um, uh, DeMar had been gone, 11 and a half in creation uh, box uh, score. So, whoa, creation box creation. That the creation Zion box sounds like a Zion stat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to think about that. But 11 and a half, and that's actually really good. So, that he's shown yeah. some ability to be a solid playmaker, but I don't know. He's not, he's not the Lonzo Ball type playmaker at all. So. And I think, right, like in this situation, you can go a little bit more in because maybe this is your right. De- DeJounte can also be a scorer as well. So, maybe this is your. Uh, we can move on from DeMar at this point. We can we can move on from DeMar and feel like, okay, we still have some scoring on this team. What it would cost, I think that that's the tough conversation you're going to have to mm-hmm. have. You're going to have to spend some draft capital. Realistically, which, you know, our second topic is in there, you're probably sending Patrick Williams back, right? Like, I mean, like that is the piece that most people are probably starting this conversation with in mm-hmm. any trade for a player of DeJounte Murray's ilk. I guess you have to ask the question, Bird in the hand worth the possible two in the bush. That's a Zion stat. Uh, Zion, Zion Williams. <laughs> so I guess that there's always that aspect of it as well. But I mean, like, listen, like I said, I think that this is a move where I would be fine with the Bulls going all in because I know the player that I'm getting back in DeJounte Murray, even though attitude-wise, like, bro, bro be, bro be picking fights with Muzz that he don't need to. Like, remember he, like, smacked Buddy on the top of the head after knocking down a three in, like, the third yeah. quarter? Like, he's, he's, he's a strange dude sometimes. But we also need a little bit of animosity on this team, too. We was a little sensitive. We was a little sensitive. A lot sensitive. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the thing that I worry about, like, you talked about giving up Patrick Williams and everything. Now, he is an unrestricted free agent in 2024. Rather than give up any future assets, do the Bulls just try to wait it out? Because you got to think about it. Zach Levine, he is does have that personal relationship. He could recruit him. DeMar's off the books at that point in time. You could. I know that the Bulls aren't using that provision for, for uh, Alonzo this season, but who's to say that they won't? Another season goes by, he doesn't return. Like, is there enough that you think of uh, that positively that in the Bulls' favor that it's it's – you can wait. You can kick the can and just wait till next summer to try to bring DeJounte, not give up any draft capital or your young player in Patrick Williams, who we know right or wrong, this front office is not giving up on anytime soon. I'm fine with it. I think the question mark is, is AK fine with it, right? Like, yeah. I, does AK feel strongly enough about the allure of Chicago and what you're going to do this season, right? That also comes into play seriously here, like right? Like, what you're going to put on the court this season is going to be a calling card to free agents when you're able to go out there. Yeah. Um you That's still have to figure out what you're going to do with Lonzo. You have to figure out what you're going to do at the point guard position. I, I am the Bulls fan that is willing to say, Right, like I don't look at Zach Levine and say he's 28, so this is over. Once he's 30, we got to start moving on. I don't know why that's the new sports thing. Like when dudes hit 30, like the, their career's basically over. Like we're seeing people play to 35, 36 on a regular basis at a high level. Um, but I just I, I look at to me, right? Like if AK's fine with waiting that out, I would be okay with that because realistically now you're making a signing that you hope puts you not just at the top of the Eastern conference, but in contention for going out and getting championships. We don't know what the Vooch deal will be at that point. You know, maybe that if it's front loaded, it works out better. We got a little more money to spend. I, like I said, I'm okay with that because I think that DeJounte is that level of player, but I think there's also the knowing that you have that guy in the building. And realistically, as, as my uh, co-host P kid always says, 
Uh, if you get DeJounte Murray in here, you're going for it. F them picks. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just think that there's a world in which you can have it all, right? But yeah. which which you still may not like. Who's to say that a, a team doesn't come with an offer and Dejounte's like, yeah, I love you, Zach, but uh, you know what I mean? There's 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 two hundred million dollars looking at me, so I'm about he's not going to get that much. But you just never know, right? So if you want to eliminate, that's it, though, you never know. Yeah, you never know. So if you want to eliminate that chance uh, of of possibly him him going elsewhere. You trade it. And and to the point, like, if you bring in DeJounte Murray, he's a nice replacement for Lonzo, doesn't replace it one for one. He's not the shooter. He's a better scorer. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a better scorer, but he's not yeah. the shooter off yeah. the bench uh, either. And, you know, so you, you, you'll you see. I think that if you call Atlanta and the barrier there is to say, they say, we want your 2029 first, we want Patrick Williams, and we want Alice Caruso because that's that's what will get you there. Caruso is probably in there, yeah. Dang. If that gets you there, is that worth it? DeJounte, solid defender as well. You still can bring back Kobe. He's still your, your player off the bench at that point. You're you're maybe betting on – you now have a true point guard, so Io isn't, isn't going to be looked at anymore as needing to be your starting point guard. He can play more a combo guard role. Is that worth it? ACP will and a, and a 20 well, – 26, right? We can't trade 2026 because the 2025 is going to the Spurs. The Spurs. So yeah. I, I think I'd do it. DeJounte Murray is a better player than both of the players you named, possibly combined. He's not a better defender than Alex Caruso. Yeah. But he is a really good defender. And he, to me, he's a better player than both the players you named combined. And I think, right, like, if you look at his time in Atlanta, it just, I said this before it happened. I was like, it doesn't fit. Yeah. Like, yeah, DeJounte can take on the defensive duties, but now he's taking on the defensive duties for basically three guys because which one's there? It's not It's not Hunter. No, which one's there? Kevin Hunter is there, right? Hunter's Hooter. there. Hunt, yeah. Hunter, 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 or is it Herder? Herder Herder's left. there, right? Yeah. Which one's in? Oh, Herder left. Herder's Herder in left, Sacramento. Yeah. What, whichever one, right? You got him there, and then you got DeJounte, or uh, Trey Young. Like, neither of those guys are clamps. Yeah. So he's got to basically take on the defense for half of that team I, I, I think I would do that. I think I would make that move. That's a tough thing to say, though. That's a lot of – and, is, and honestly, the future is you got to know that that's going to happen. Here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. If we if you guys also want DeMar and we can somehow get Bogdan Bogdanovich in this mug as well, if we can get Murray and, and Bogdan in this, in this mug, that solves almost everything that we need except size. We'll need to go out and find some size. But – it's the same I, I, conversation. That's me just being greedy. I'm just that's being the, greedy at that. Point. That's the that's the same conversation though. Like if we're talking about adding size, like we're talking about that regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, it hasn't changed that conversation at all. So, I mean, listen, I'll say this: like, regardless of adding in Bogdanovich or not, like, if if you see Murray and you have an opportunity to go out and get him, you don't leave it up for question. You go out no, and get him. I would do it. I would absolutely do it. And I think that way you I have a year of him in your culture. Him and Zach, uh, you have a year of Zach being in his ear and just being like, yeah, just go ahead and stay in Chicago, bro. And, you know, they yeah. can build around this. Well, um, and I think I think then you have a better chance of just, right, like you've got the money, you've got the option, we could put the money on the table. You're probably trading him with the – you're not making the trade for him without having the mindset already in place of you're going to sign an extension here, right? For yeah. sure. All right, let's get and that done right now. They can work the extension as part of the trade. They can have that extension and be yep. like, yeah, day one of the trade, you sign this extension, you're here. So, I mean, hey, uh, let us know down below if you guys on the YouTube side uh, how, uh, what you guys think on DeJounte Murray. What would you be willing to give up 
for DeJounte Murray. Next up, we're going to talk about Patrick Williams and, you know, setting the tone for his contract extension. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that's BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs uh, from you, and you never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. And, you know, me, I've, I'm very vocal. I started off in podcasting, talking about mental health, um, especially after I lost my brother. I definitely had to sit down and talk to someone. Never never be afraid or ashamed to take uh, away time to go out there and, and take time for yourself and figure some things out. Therapy can give you tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. You know, do you think BetterHelp can help Patrick Williams be more aggressive? There, a lot of teams do have sports therapists that like help unlock what the player needs most. Be like, what's what's inside you that gets the fire going? Mariah Mills, my bad. I, thought, I, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have. My bad. That's Too on me. soon, Pat. That's, That's hilarious. On me. That's hilarious. That's on me. Listen, if you ever if you ever see Patrick Williams walk into the um, you know, Bulls practice, and he's just, you know, got the swag. Just know somebody got a hold of him. It may have been Mariah Mills. <laughs> Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're back. You're back. You're good. All right, bet. Uh, but with that said, uh, Pat, P Will, look, it's uh Casey Johnson came out on the recent Bulls Talk podcast and said that uh the Bulls front office is fully ready to let the market set the value for P Will. Basically, they're gonna let him play out this last year on his rookie deal, extend them the qualifying offer, much like we've done with Zach Levine. That was a different front office, though, much like we're doing with Kobe White this offseason, basically letting restricted free agency play out. Do you think this is the best move for the Bulls when it comes to P Will? I think you you can't risk it, right? You you just can't risk the fact that you're going to pay high money for a guy that might not turn into that or right. Maybe you're paying market value. I I'd be okay with it one way or the other. Um, I, because I, I think here's the thing. When I look at P wills game, when I look at what the hope that he turns into is if he turns into that, I'm fine paying him that. Right. I have no issues going, Oh, P wills a, you know, 17 and six guy this season or 17 and seven yeah. guy this season, whatever it is, right? Uh, with with a block a game, 20 mil, 22 mil, 25, right? Like then I'm willing to have that conversation because now you've turned yourself into that level of player and or the Bulls are going to be able to wait it out because when you look at P. Will's game, right? If he continues to take an incremental step, which really, since his rookie year, this is going to be his second opportunity or his, his third opportunity to go out there and improve his game and take that next step. Say he turns himself into a right 13 and five player or 13 and seven. You're, you're moving in the right direction, but nobody's going to sit there and tell you, okay, I got to give this guy 22 million a year, 25 million a year. You can come in at a much lower price. So I think that uh, I'm willing to wait it out. I'm willing to, uh, I'm fine with the Bulls doing this because you don't know what he's going to be long term. Like we still have no idea that like, we joked about it, but the aggressiveness is really where the question marks come in. And and I don't know if, you know, an off season changes that. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I, I look at why this is a win-win for the Bulls is much to the point that you pointed out. If Patrick Williams shows everything you've been waiting for cool you pay him the full five years 100 million dollars that's a win you got what you want out of him 
if he doesn't, you go out and let the market set the value, him and his agent realize, yeah, this, this is the best that we got for us, right? Yeah. I do think that there is a potential, and I'm not going to say high, highly, but I do think that there is a potential there, though, that Patrick Williams may go out and sign a shorter three-year deal to get back in free agency sooner and bet on himself and maybe think, hey, rather than sign a five-year extension that locks me up into that point until I'm 27, let me sign this three-year, right? That's going to lock me in until I'm about 25 years old, and then let's get back to it. And that, By then, hopefully, I'm who I am, and let me get that max-level contract. So... But again, right? We're having the same conversation at that point. Like, oh, yeah, I, sure. I'm still, I'm still fine with it. Like, bet on yourself, but do the three year deal because here's the thing: that works in the team's favor more than his favor. Yeah, it works in his favor if he turns himself into the player that AK hoped he drafted. You still got to become that guy. Yeah. So if in three more years you haven't become that guy, guess what? We'll see you later. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think that I'm, I'm fine with the, the, um. I'm fine with it because I don't believe that the market will be set. Now, here's the question mark. Does a team come in and make that offer knowing how much AK loves P-Will? Trying to, trying to mess the Bulls, you know, cap situation up even more so. Like, that's the politics part that I think people don't think about where you also have to take that into account, too. Like, somebody might come in and, and knowing they're not going to sign them, they just want to make sure that you're going to sign them like the Kings did. Yeah, that's basically well, I think the Kings would have took Zach if he if he didn't get signed. But basically, oh, for Zach, sure. Zach went there and the King, Kings did him a favor. They, he was like, Hey man, listen, I need this contract. This is what we want. Um, and Kings were like, Hey, if you if they don't match you, we'd love to have you. Uh right. but yeah, yeah, they did they didn't, and all it takes is one team with cap space to say, All right, cool, bet. And and I think that's the part where you, you also have to take that into account too, right? Like, yeah, but I don't think Patrick Williams has turned himself into that player that I'm I would be upset when he walked away. If he turned himself into something better, if he turns himself into this dominant player in the long run, right, we're all going to sit here with revisionist history and go, oh, man, we could have had P-Will at this price, and I can't believe that we let him walk and blah, blah, blah. But in the moment, I don't think that there's going to be too many people who are sitting there with how P-Will has played to this point yeah. that go, I can't believe that we didn't re-sign P-Will at X amount of dollars Right. If it, I doubt it'll be the 100 mil, but right, like 85 mil over three years. Right. Like, I doubt that anybody's going to be like, oh my God, we didn't keep him around. Yeah. But of course, when, when, you know, when and if he turns himself into that player, everybody's going to be like, oh man, we could have had him at this much money. Then we missed out on a steal. Another player that we let walk. Let me ask you a question because we always have this conversation. At what point in time, though, does enough time to where it's like, Okay, like, for example, Laurie went away. It took Laurie two years to turn into basically the person that we wanted. But even then, the Jazz may still be looking to move Laurie marketing. But with that said, right, if P-Will leaves, let's say he mm -hmm. does. I think he's going to be retained, but let's say he does leave. If it still takes him another four or five years to turn into that player, are we still looking at that then as, like, we lost that? Or is it, like, because that's what, like, at what point is, how much time needs to pass before it's like, all right, yeah, even if he does turn into something, like, were you willing to pay him five years to turn into that? Like, the the question will always be, um, what's wrong with our development? That's true. Why didn't we develop him into that when he was here? Why didn't we, when realistically, right? Like, I do think the Bulls have issues with development, which is why it's yeah. good. I'm glad that we finally got a shooting coach. Like, my God. Like, it's yeah. crazy. It's like we almost in the NBA right now. You know what I mean? Like, well, did you know that that honestly, 12 out of the 30 teams don't have shooting coaches, which I was surprised to hear that. Still on the lower end, but I'm surprised hey, to hear hey, there are 12 teams hey. in the NBA that don't have shooting coaches. I'm not going to lie to you. 
I'm willing to bet 10 of those 12 teams aren't very good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to bet you a good amount of money that 10 of those 12 teams aren't very good. I would be surprised if they're like the top 12 teams in the NBA. But I just, I, I think that... Watch it be a team like the Warriors, who, like, Steph is their shooting coach. So it's like, okay. <laughs> How do you shoot? I don't know. I just, I throw the ball up there, and it go in. I don't know. I just, try it. Try it. You see? I told you. I told you. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, when I when I look at what the Bulls, uh, um, the people that have walked away from the Bulls and them not becoming that, I look at the situation that also was in place. Larry Markkinen, rookie year was what, 18 and 8? Like he was, he yeah. you knew Larry was a good player. Yeah. The issue with Lowry was Lowry couldn't stay healthy and he couldn't get enough rhythm on the court to go out there and continue to be that guy. Also, Jim Boyland. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there was a lot of things working against Larry when he was here, and I think it just had run its course in Chicago. I don't think it's the end of the world. But again, right, like you said, uh, the Jazz might be looking to move on from him. Is Larry coming back? Larry back to the Bulls? We <laughs> we get the finished product out here? Yeah, I bro, mean, I like, Larry's never coming back to the Chicago Bulls, bro. Like, Especially uh, not with AK. I'm not going to lie to you. Especially not with AK because AK was like, hey, man, <laughs> you've been here 40 minutes. It's time for you to go. <laughs> remember, <laughs> AK, remember Larry was the only one AK didn't high five? Or was that Wendell? That was Wendell. Was that Wendell? Yeah, that yeah, was that was a tough one. That was that was after Wendell. That, that was Wendell. It was after he dunked, tried to dunk the ball, and the rim blocked him, and he fell <laughs> to the floor. And then they just put the camera on AK. AK was just like, "Gonna trade you tomorrow." <laughs> that was the evaluation, all the evaluation that was needed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we have a shooting coach. I'm glad that you know that that one thing that was sticking out. We also brought in a coach last year that went to the G League affiliate that was like one of the best developmental coaches over in Europe. So hopefully, we're going to start seeing that development come around for the Chicago Bulls because yeah, hey, we got a development. Problem. Hey, Marco Simonovich, breakout season, baby. <laughs> All right, so I wouldn't bet on that, but if you want to uh, have some fun picking uh picking fantasies. Might as well use prize picks. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they go on to score more or less than their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Uh, No competing against other people, because I will say that is the one part that is probably the most annoying about some of the other apps. When you're sitting there just trying to write, like, you, you got a good team. But then somebody else, right, picks that perfect player that's better. You're not doing that. You're competing against the projections. Prize pick also offers uh, projections on any sports you watch. That includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball. You can uh, uh, women's college baseball. You know what I'm saying? Bet Oklahoma out here because, my God, three years straight, Dominance, bro. Dominating, bro. That mess is insane. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals, and currently operational in over 30 states. And of course, our friends up in Canada download Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com and sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, you get 100. If you deposit 50, you get 50. Don't forget promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Well, there you go. All right, last topic of the day, Pat. And well, you know, there's, there's, we said it before. Once the Zion news 
uh, fell, we were like, this is a perfect thing for Hayes and Pat to talk about. <laughs> this, this funniest moments of the NBA season, bro, and all the memes and everything that's coming of it, bro, like, this is hilarious. I, like, collectively, as a basketball fandom, once in, once in a while, we come together and we make something beautiful. This has been beautiful, bro. This has been beautiful. <laughs> Dog, this has been the weirdest season I can ever remember. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. There's so much stuff that, like, is just subtle stuff that I love that people are bringing back up. Like, bro, the funniest moment from the season, like, one of the funniest moments. Remember Shannon Sharp and, and Ja Morant dad just, like, got into a whole fight on the court, bro? Like, yeah. I feel like we swept all of this under the table, bro. Like, bro, it's been a wild season. The, the, the Pat Bev with the camera, we've never seen anything <laughs> like that either, like... Pat Bev just showed up with the kid. Like, that's crazy, bro. Then bro. there's then there's this that just this hey, had bro. me dying, bro. Hey, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is going on, bro? And it's so much subtleties, bro. Like, fam, like after the Boston game when they lose and LeBron is sitting there throwing a temper tantrum on the court, bro. Bro, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, like, I've been dying. Uh, and, and the best part is the NBA hasn't stopped, bro. It's all the way up. It's still happening to this day. Paul Pierce just told people on a live stream that he bought a girlfriend for a day. <laughs> and acted like he didn't know it was live. And then he was like, oh, this is live. Like, even if it wasn't live, what you thought they was going to cut that, bro? Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, bro, like, what are we talking about here? Pat Bev, bro. Uh, Pat Bev has had some of the greatest moments of the season all together, bro. Like, the fact that when D'Lo got traded over to L.A., he was like, the gang is back, and, like, quote, tweeted the ESPN joint of him and D'Lo in Minnesota, and then L.A. instantly traded him, traded like, him? 20 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's yeah. been a wild season, dog. It's been a... It, and. Here's the question that I'll ask you. With all these all these moments where, like, when we look at the season, is the beginning of the season the funniest moment of all where Jimmy Butler all of a sudden just had dreads? Bro, <laughs> that was the start. This, that was hilarious, too, We should have like, known. <laughs> that's crazy. There's been so much craziness happening this season, bro. Dog. That's crazy. I mean, and, and if we be at 100% honest, like, the season itself felt weird. Like, it didn't feel like anybody took a real step. Except Denver, I guess, because Denver's in the finals. But it just, it didn't feel like any team that you looked at was just like, oh, yeah, this is a better team than it was last season. Like, like it just Cleveland. felt like everybody was the same. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Even though they lost in the first round, though. The first I mean, we're talking. I'm talking regular season. Did they lose in the? Was it the first? They round? lost in the first round to the Knicks, right? Damn, you're right. Um, but yeah, I, I, but it's this is just. I mean, and like you said, it started off with the Jimmy Butler dreads. Let's not forget Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the face. Oh like, my god, bro! <laughs> it's it has it has not been a dull moment this this season at all, bro. It's been something almost every week. The the officiating, the craziness with the officiating, like there's something every week this season, bro. Fam, the before the season, didn't Doc Rivers like like. 18 porn star yes, picks or something yes, like that. Like, it's yes, been a horny season for the NBA, bro. The NBA been mad horny this season, bro. 
Oh man, that's crazy, bro. Hey, bro, shout out to shout out to that 30 for 30, bro. And then here's the thing: for all of this, the season ends with the Miami Heat being the AFC getting to the finals, bro. Like from a playing spot. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> now, I mean, it looks like they about to get they about to get waxed in the finals, yeah, but they you know, they're about to get up out of there. It feels like an AI finals. This feels like when AI went to the finals and it was like, hey, man, ain't no way they're going to win. And then they won one game. You was like, ah, mate. Nope, nope, no. Nope, I was right. Ain't no way they're going to win. Like, it feels like an AI finals, which is tough because I, I wanted Jimmy to, uh, to. Here's what I'll say about that finals, though, bro. That finals, though, even though it only went five games, every one of those games was competitive just about, bro. That was a fun series to watch, bro. Yeah, that's true. Except game, like they 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 wax them by like what? I think it was like 15 points or something. It's been years. So yeah, I know somebody's gonna go, well, actually, they won by, but listen, I, I was a kid then. Um right. but at least I, my memories of that was that it was at least a fun series to watch. This has just been outside of that one game, it's just been like a oh, oh, y'all really have no answer for them, huh? Bro, it's <laughs> it's been a it's been a the finals has been one of those things where like it there's nothing that you can do. To stop Jokic, and I will say this, and I know, right, Bulls podcast people are going to be upset about this, blah, blah, blah. The dominance that Jokic has shown has been Jordan-like. Because remember, there was this adjustment. We're going to adjust to Jokic. We're going to do, and then in game, what was it, two, uh, three? Jokic just said, yeah, adjust to this. <laughs> you adjust your game to this and watch and watch how, like, you do whatever you want to do. It don't matter. Yeah. I, I'm Nikola Jokic. And I love it because, like, it to me, this parallels to the Barkley Jordan finals. Not in like the dominance of the teams, but like how Barkley got the MVP and he was like, nah, that's okay. You can have that. I'm going to go out here and get this championship. Yeah. Like, Jokic's mindset. And I love that he don't care nothing about none of these numbers, none of these stats. They say you're the first player to, to put up this stat line. He don't uh, care. It's about he, the win. What did he say? It was like him, Kareem, and LeBron had put up this stat line. <laughs> He's like, you're the, you're the third person ever to do this in the finals. And Jokic literally went 28, 10, and 4? 28? Like, who, who cares? Like, 28, <laughs> 10, and 4? It's cool, right? All right, yeah. sure. <laughs> like, I love it. I love Jokic's mentality. Um... I love how Miami has tried everything in the world to go. And remember, this is a good defensive team. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not a bad defensive team. It's a good defensive team. And they're just like, hey, we, we have no answers. This man is unstoppable. Unstoppable, bro. Here's the thing. I'm going to, last thing I'm going to throw to you because we just talked about Paul Pierce, but we can't forget Paul Pierce literally the day after. I don't know if it was trying to, to get some heat off him because of the, <laughs> the girlfriend for a day thing, but he came out and said, Jamal Murray is the best point guard in the NBA. This is two years after he said John Wall was the best point guard in the NBA because John Wall had like a crazy stat line one day. Paul Pierce, is he the biggest prisoner of the moment? Mm. That's that's a good question. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm like, I like when he, <laughs> he's the best point guard in the league. I thought of like six other people immediately before I thought of exactly. Jamal Murray. Exactly. That that's tough, man. The cap on that one is strong, bro. Like, 
Paul, the Paul, Paul, Paul's tripping, I mean, bro. I guess, I guess you got to be a prisoner at a moment when you're sitting out here doing, you know, male order girlfriends for a day. All right, you just need it for that moment. Yeah, I mean, he said, <laughs> didn't he drop the price? Like, you pay $2,000, you get it for the day. <laughs> 24 hours, I can do what I want. Like, all right, Paul. That's like, it's, it's so, like, that's wild, bro. And he kissing to- on Shorty. Like, come on, Paul, you can't be down that bad, baby. You out here kissing he, on it? Nah, he said God. if Zion could do it, he can do it. Zion Williams. <laughs> And porn stuff. Hey man, follow us on everything <laughs> at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Y'all stay safe out there. <laughs> Literally. Y'all can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Locked On Bulls. Man, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. You can catch us back tomorrow, breaking down anything that happens in the NBA and with the Chicago Bulls. And if if the Nuggets close out the uh, heat tonight, we'll be talking about that tomorrow as well. But man, for Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. We about you. Peace, y'all. Peace. Hey, I, I got one more. Remember Thomas Bryant trying to call for the ball on LeBron game winning shot? <laughs> let me get that. Let me get that. Brian, nah, let me get that. I got the mismatch. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>